0: Not scared of peeking. I'm, I'm bad at making choices. What
1: do you mean by peeking? Well, like, am I you, gonna peek? Is at that
2: the, guy? So does that guy go into audition and the? Yeah,
1: we're in audition now.
2: And the waveform is destructive.
1: What do you mean by destructive?
2: Creates it life. Yes. Okay, cool. So are we already recording? Works? Um. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if if you feel confident without putting eyes on it. That's Welcome to Framerate.
1: <laughs> no, I did put eyes on it. That's why we did the test run. Okay. As long as you speak reasonably within the parameters that you spoke during the test run, I'm, I'm going to
2: try. Do and my don't best. Like I'm going to a I'm gonna try, but you know, we're all dummies. Yeah. I'm the biggest dummy of them all. What do we do? Which one are we doing? You know, we're
1: all dummies, and I'm here with the biggest dummy of them all, <laughs> my co host, Abe Epperson. On today's episode of Framerate with a very special guest, Katie Stoll. Thanks for being here, Katie. Oh,
0: thrilled to be here.
1: I'm Michael Swaim, and we're going to be talking about the Pixar film, The Princeless Bird, about (laughs) a bird who builds a nest of her own and learns to stretch her wings and fly. I would (laughs) love to see that movie. Now, is it okay to do Princess Bride first? Yeah. Yeah, I picked it at random.
2: Great. Great. I, I'm just scooting down. So we're gonna oh, be you recording took notes.
1: We're recording several episodes today, mm-hmm. but right now we're starting with the Princess Bride. Carl Reiner.
2: Carl mm-hmm. uh, Reiner. Rob, Rob Reiner.
1: <laughs> same.
2: Not same. <laughs> but. Wait, I need my phone. I love this movie. Yeah, it's this definitely is seminal for me for you know growing up and like. I think that I wouldn't be as intrigued as I am as a filmmaker uh, in the genre blending mm-hmm. of, like, you know, how it's fantasy, mm-hmm. it's a romance, it's a comedy, and it seamlessly kind of weaves all of yeah. those, you know, parts together. Not to mention that the writing is airtight. It's so funny. The script is great. Well,
1: we all love it, right? Yeah, we all love it. Okay. And the book
0: is also great.
1: Uh yeah, and I didn't. I wanted to talk a little bit about the book behind the scenes aspect because I kept confusing William Goldman who yeah. wrote this mm-hmm. with William Golding who wrote Lord of the Flies. Yeah. I was oh like, yeah. What range? Princess <laughs> Bride and Lord of the Flies <laughs> under your belt, and it's like totally different. Yeah. British authors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Small
0: but important distinctions. There.
1: Exactly. I feel like you guys are wrong, so I'm checking the IMDb. I think Carl Reiner directed Princess Bride. It's Rob Reiner. I looked this morning.
0: And then I was like, is Carl Reiner even still alive? And he is. Well, (sighs) Carl Reiner's
1: in Oceans 11, which we're going to cover later today, which is crazy. And he's still alive as we speak, you mean? Yeah. Okay. He plays Saul Bloom in Oceans
0: (laughs) 11. Is he Saul? I thought Saul Saul. was. Yeah. well, we'll have to set up an issue for a different podcast, yeah, this different podcast episode. This is all getting cut.
2: <laughs> Something Christopher Guest has uh, six fingers mm-hmm. on one hand, and his other hand has five. Mm-hmm. So even in this film, another Rob Reiner film, he goes up to 11. Oh Oh, nice, that's great. That's an interesting connection. I think it's unintentional.
1: I love pointing out that it's Christopher Guest as the creepy assistant. Transformative. He's transformative. Most people don't notice, especially because you're so used to him sticking in his lane and just Mm -hmm. doing those Christopher Mm -hmm. Guest movies. right? But if you don't know, we're talking Christopher Guest of This is Spinal Tap, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, all those fun improv mockumentaries. He's the dude with the long hair and the beard that he's kills Nigel. Inigo Montoya's father. Yeah, yeah with the Killed six, six fingers. And, and he is incredible. Pants.
0: I'm surprised he doesn't hasn't done more villain roles. You yeah. know, I guess he He's has, a great sociopath. He's yeah. a great sociopath. <laughs> and I mean I guess that that does show up in his comedy in his work all of his characters are weird you know right but, but that have that calmness to them but it's really but if you compare like the guy who loves his bloodhounds with
1: <laughs> the six-fingered man it's just yeah. quite a range he's very yeah. impressive <laughs> yeah. yeah no you're right um one of my favorite factoids about princess bride you know the shot where he knocks carrie elwis out with the pommel of his sword uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh from horseback mm-hmm. you can tell when you watch it he uh the horse slipped, like fell. Oh. And he really hit Carri was so hard that he was knocked out. Whoa. Like that's really a shot of Carri was getting knocked unconscious. At S- several
0: <laughs> I guess uh, you have to use that
2: shot. <laughs>
1: if you got it by accident, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Carrielis also broke his toe in this Really? Yeah, and you can Boo-hoo-hoo. see it right before they enter the um the, the his leg off and so the fire swamp. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has like it, they kept it away from Rob Reiner for a while because they thought they could get away with it. What it was is that uh, Andre the Giant had bad back. Uh, so, like, even though he's a strong man, like, in this production, they had to do a lot of, like, carting him around in, like, an ATV. Oh, really? And, uh, like, where he catches Robin Wright. Yeah. like that would, that, There's, like, a rig because he wasn't... He couldn't support it without hurting his, his back. back. Yeah. Wow. And, um... He kept trying because he's a notorious like prankster. He's like a really fun guy to yeah. get along with. Andre, McCoy. Andre the Giant. Yeah, nice. called everyone I love boss that. because <laughs> he found he has all these ticks that he's learned through life that he because uh, people are super intimidated by him. Right, right. So he found ways to like it's a part of his personality to just like you can tell that he's just a big sweetie. He's just a big sweetie, <laughs> and. uh he was driving an ATV. He wanted to get Carrie Ellis to drive him. Finally, he did it, and they crashed. Oh no! And he broke his toe.
1: And they were like, "We'll get in trouble, so don't tell." Don't them. tell us. Yeah, that's <laughs> like
0: probably a violation of insurance yeah.
2: things. And <laughs>
1: what do you think the odds are on whether he said "as you wish"? As, he said, <laughs> as you <laughs> wish.
2: Well, um, isn't uh, that the maybe. most said line in the what
1: in the movie in the movie? Yeah.
2: I Uh, believe that. Because Peter Falk also says it. The most
1: quoted line is probably Have fun, Stolen in the Castle. I I love
0: that. Um, I don't know.
1: I don't know. My name is Inigo Montoya.
0: Montoya. (laughs) This is so quotable, you guys. I
1: wonder, so drinking game style, I have no idea. Inigo Montoya, Prepare to Die, might be. Uh, man, there's a lot in this. Or there's it, so or many is inconceivable. Inconceivable. Most inconceivable. I do not
0: think that word means what you think. That's a longer one, but it sticks that, that to me. Now yeah. it is a meme. There's just, yeah, there's a lot of um, memes here too. It's,
1: the cast makes this. The cast is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We should our mm-hmm. caps to Wallace Shawn for a second too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I just want to say Wallace Shawn just keeps plugging away and like doing whatever people will let him do and he's always great. Case in point, <laughs> recently released a revamp of all the King's Quest games mm-hmm. and Wallace Shawn plays the voice of the villain and he's so good. Like he's the reason the game is enjoyable. Did
2: you know that, well first off, they, they wanted Danny DeVito. Mm. Uh, but it's, as the penguin, that it's was unsure of choice. whether or not they <laughs> they aggressively went after him. While Sean was terrified the whole time. In fact, in the scene where the poisoning is happening, he's sweating, uh, and the the story goes because he thought he was going to get fired that day. Really? Like he thought that he was wrong for the role because someone told him that they wanted Danny DeVito, who's like this larger than life. Was star. this like their
0: first shoot day? Then,
2: like you I, don't know how, in- I don't know how.
0: I don't know how but
2: oh but he was terrified of Q being Cute
0: Wallace. Yeah, and
2: he's like I'm not even
0: Sicilian, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's another very quotable line. Yeah.
2: And it's uh I just thought that that's one of the cutest things ever. Yes. That, that is really cute uncommon, and he's totally one of the most memorable His parts of delivery is impeccable. I hope, impeccable I hope yeah. that
0: it wasn't I don't know. I just got worried for like his set atmosphere, where people not being like super nice, or it was just his insecurities. That kind of happens frequently in a lot of movies,
2: more so than people are yeah, aware. of. Yeah, I guess of. that's
0: true. I think of it as such a like because it's such an iconic movie to me. Like this right. is a close knit group of people having you know, right, but right, it's right. also it's you show up to work. You always want to believe know, that. Which is like,
1: even though we work in the industry and know that's not Yeah, the case. it's like, yeah. oh yeah, is, there's not
0: this narrative <laughs> they all hang out after words like summer camp, you right, know, like, like you
1: assume like, oh, so Billy Crystal knows Andre the Giant. They hang right, out. Like, like yeah. that's not necessarily true. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sometimes
2: it works. Well, I mean, this movie was tried to try it wanted to be made for like a decade and a half, didn't it? Well, it's so in the movie within a
1: movie, they say it's based on a book by S. Morgenstern, who's an alias for uh, William Goldman. And he did, yeah, he wrote Princess Bride, the novel, and the (laughs) screenplay almost simultaneously. Oh, did he? I thought
0: for some reason the book was first. It was
1: first. By a little bit. By a little bit. But, but. he immediately, uh, what I read on Wikipedia was he got sick and he was like uh, bedridden for a while. And it was this whole creative period where all he could do is write. And he wrote several books. And he immediately knew like, this prince. he read Princess Bride and he's like, this is the most charming, sellable thing yeah, I've yeah, ever read. Right. So he wrote the screenplay immediately. And yeah, it bounced around for a long time really before like getting that. made. Yeah. It's very meta. Well, it's almost like, you know, Peter Benchley with Jaws. It was a novel, and he sold the film rights before the novel was yeah. finished being written. Because right. he's like, I know like, this is a movie. I heard about Shark Kill People movie. Can I buy that? And he's right. like, well, I'm not done with it yet. That's okay. We're just going to do Shark Kill People movie. <laughs> yeah. Like We don't need it to be done. We don't need it to be <laughs> done. Actually, I
0: guess it's probably pretty common.
1: I don't if, know. Do you know, Abe, is that super common to what, option stuff before it's done?
2: Like, uh, like I don't I'm writing so. a movie right now. I don't think so. It depends entirely on the, uh, the director yeah. that's interested and in how much power and sway they have. I think that probably was more true... You know, in like 1987, when this film mm-hmm. was made, Shane Black
1: famously would sell movies at bars right. by pitch just with the elevator pitch to an executive and like write a little treatment on a an napkin right. and sign it as the contract and sell Die Hard, you know, oh sell God. Last Action Hero that way. Yeah. Yeah. What's
2: crazy <laughs> is that um, Goldman always wanted Andre the Giant. He imagined mm-hmm. Andre the Giant, uh, like when he wrote it.
1: Andre has a posse.
2: But yeah, exactly. And, uh, It became increasingly clear that they wanted to try to get. So there's so many things that go into making a movie. One of which is they were worried about star power. um, Yeah. And one Mm -hmm. of the ones that one of the people they were aggressively went after was Arnold Schwarzenegger. But for for uh, for Fessick. Oh. But he became over time. He became. Too big for Princess Bride. Yeah. So by the time in 87, 86, 85, when it was made, uh,
0: it went back to Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant's so much bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. <laughs> it's, <like> a, <laughs> it's such a better casting choice anyway. In fact, Liam Neeson was also considered,
2: and Rob wow. Reiner laughed. Because he was like, he's only 6'4". That's, that's ridiculous. That's, yeah, Because that's, Liam worry. Neeson is a lot larger than people. Should get Kareem, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly. Um,
1: but it's funny. Yeah, I love that if they had swapped in either of them, because there's that line, uh, which I assume is in the book and the script, uh, yeah, it's weird, I'm so big, I don't even exercise. <laughs> I don't think Schwarzenegger could say that. <laughs> no. He'd be like... Yeah, you do, dude. Don't even play that. You're <laughs> I, in the gym. You obviously do. See, I think that's hilarious. In the mirror. I don't do the next.
2: One of my probably my favorite piece of trivia in this whole thing is Rob Reiner recorded all of Andre the Giant's scenes on tape, like he did the voiceover, so that he could give Andre a tape recorder that's to cool. listen to his lines like phonetically, and because they were really worried about. Uh, looping his lines in post mm-hmm. uh, Obviously that happened With Arnold Schwarzenegger too Like when he's Arnold
1: Strong Hercules in New York, New York redubbed, Famously yeah. mm-hmm. like
2: Overdubbed by like A British man
1: So now that he's so famous You watch it You're like Everyone in the world Is like well That's not Arnold that's Schwarzenegger That's so funny speaking. But Andre <laughs> yeah, They thought they could Get away with it
2: Listened to it so Like constantly And nailed it and they liked what they got with production sound yeah. that they didn't have to loop the lines.
1: Yeah, he's good. I got to ask as the resident visual expert or uh, like judge of the visual sensibility because it is just a broad comedy. Does it hold up in that regard? Is it well shot? I can't Yeah, that's tell. a good question. It's like that, on the line for me. I was I wondering mean, that.
2: Rob Reiner has an interesting notion of Shot selection to me, he's he's all about the comedy, so he's very, like what I would use transparent in that like, I mean he shoots a lot of like he was he's a big influence for me for like crack stuff like Mm -hmm. you don't think about it that often you, what's the funniest part? Well, Billy Crystal, doing Mm. Miracle Max, you know like don't do any anything else Mm. like just show the face, be the funny guy. So it's very. Up front, yeah. Uh, not to say that the film isn't beautiful, they did great stuff with the landscapes, but the shots are like wide over, over like there's nothing right insane about the filmography of it, and yet say. there's slightly more thought or and
1: order to the shots than like an Apatow or something. It feels Oh, yeah, like. absolutely. Yeah.
0: It everything feels made with love, yeah. Uh, it, I, I, that's the best way I have to communicate it. Um, uh, but it's like certainly there's some things that if we made a movie now would look more realistic, uh-huh. you know, like climbing up this cliffs of insanity or like the way that the boats are or the eel, you know, there's certain yeah. things, but it's so charming. And like, it, even if that's the best that everything that technology could offer at the time, it holds up because it's such a storybook. Right. Um, right. And so it feels really, I don't know. It just feels really special to me. I Although s- there works sometimes. Uh, and maybe I was just being over and I, when I was rewatching it, I was like, i don't know do these things like line like is that crossing the line in some weird way i don't know if I that has changed anything oh i noticed some
1: stuff yeah i have that yeah. in my notes okay I, I like we'll get to that i'm sure yeah do you want to do that now or did you want to i mean i topic? have to scroll through and figure it out yeah uh i, I like w- saving like the funny conspiracy theories and problematic stuff for towards then. oh yeah okay because it's uh, just like now that we've said what we like, like. Wasn't this weird? Or, like, yeah, this yeah. time I noticed this doesn't make sense. Or, it's yeah, dark. I yeah. wanted
2: to definitely ask the question because I like because you tweeted before, and maybe oh, yeah. we cut all this out and then uh, approach it a little later about how it was yeah, seminal yeah. and ro- romance. Totally. And I, I wanted to investigate that a little bit. But if we want to save that to the end, sure. Do we want to keep talking about production? Because I got a few other. Well, I just
1: thought there was a quality of production, and I'm sure it has to do with what it was filmed on. Also, that and I agree with you. I think I think he has a lot in common with Mel Brooks, directing wise, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. They work together a
2: lot. Yeah, it has a Mel Brooks feel. But
1: I forgot who directed it, and Jen and I watched it, and she guessed Mel Brooks, and I was like, it probably
2: is Mel Brooks. Yeah, (laughs) it it definitely feels. Stage esque, like a Mel Brooks mm-hmm. film,
1: and with, also because of the Han, uh, Henson puppets, it reminds me. I like can't not lump it in with Labyrinth and Neverending Story. It is
0: is that it is right. a, a Henson puppet. The the I was looking it up and I couldn't tell because there was. A Man, it's a man inside of the suit, and yeah. There's, yeah, there's do you few know that? Men. Oh, there, there was just one person that could do the wrestling. Did you guys read this story? Oh, no, no, no. there's the like guy one guy is this that
2: when he got drunk or whatever, yeah. Oh, he okay. got
0: uh, or no, yeah, I think he got he got arrested and
1: um, uh, he got ROUS, he got ROUS.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <S-ed>. I think that he burnt his ex's house or like. Something I don't know. He got arrested for being drunk and then like setting something on fire, and then they had to like um go and get him out of jail, or they had to wait. And then Carrie was wrestling with just the hollowed out pup like thing for a long time, oh. and they until they could come and 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 get him to set because he was. It's not the as good of arson. a story. It wasn't as good of a story <laughs> he as like I, <laughs> as I set it up to be. Is actually very depressing as I was saying it out loud for <laughs> yeah, the first time because yeah. I just read it last night. <laughs> that's so funny. It's also, not...
2: Rob Reiner did the voice, like did the looping for uh, all the rats. Oh, so that's his <laughs> voice. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff.
1: Well, so I gotta ask: of the three, I think the answer is clear. But like, what holds up the best, and what's the best movie? Labyrinth, Never Ending Story, or Princess Bride?
2: Oof. They're bringing a bunch to the table, but I'd say for the entire package, like, Labyrinth looks better than this film.
0: You know, yeah. like, Labyrinth never any story yeah.
2: has a more magical story to me than either of them. But whole package, comedy, casts, everything, I go Princess Bride.
0: Yeah, I have to say I go Princess Bride too. Three
1: for three. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Three three. I Labyrinth is still dear to me, yeah. I am going to piss people off. Never ending story fucking does not I, hold up. I agree it's with you 100%. And stupid when you it does. It's when you're an adult. Yeah. yeah. I I didn't like And the script is bad. Like cheesy yeah. and bad. <laughs> I was
0: like I don't want to ruin everybody's childhood, but yeah, if you rewatching watching it is, is not fun.
1: But Princess Bride, it's like watching fun. Die Hard again where you're like, nope, the script really is that tight. Mm-hmm. All the one-liners are so good so and amazing. Good. Like Yeah. Uh, I'm not left-handed, neither am I. Oh, Just I know. Just every turn is so clever. There's so much wit in it. I love it.
2: <laughs> I, I I will give it to, it could be the actors, but I think it's also Reiner, because uh, you were asking about like what his skill is, and I think, I personally think that Rob Reiner does not get credit for subtle nuance of character work and setups for scenes that you would never catch in a million years, but are like perfect. Like I did not catch until this time I wrote it down and I double checked it because I noticed it when I rewatched it, which is crazy. Cause I've seen it like yeah dozens of times yeah. and I'm still finding things uh, and someone else found it. And so it seems like it's intentional. Uh, the chatty duel, the Wesley's duel with an ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's they're talking about how Wesley knows that an ego is not left handed. Because he has a scabbard on his left hip, he draws his sword with his right hand, he gestures using his right hand, uh, implying that he's a right-handed, you know, dominant uh, person. Yeah, the, All throughout the scene, up to that point that they fight, yet, uh, when Wesley takes off his boot, when he, in, uh, he inspects the Inigo's sword, all these different actions up to the point of he's all left-handed.
1: So he wins because he was bluffing better than an eagle was bluffing. bluffing. Yeah. And they actually followed through on that. They actually followed through.
2: Which is such a... Who would? who's thinking of, totally. like, who's left-handed, who's right-handed. Right. It's and almost
1: like the prestige, yeah. It's like yeah. they both pretend to be left-handed as a magic trick so they can right. pull that out, that right hand in fights, but this guy lives it, yeah. so, like, it's more convincing. Yeah. Right. He's, a,
2: he's a method pirate. I also <laughs>
1: just love humperdink his ability to track is based on actually like walking through like dance steps yeah. their moves, right. and I lo- it gets so specific. He's like a giant was strangled here. Yeah. like the wind was moving <laughs> southeasterly. Yeah. somewhere a dog is crapping. Like, two, yeah.
2: two masters fought here. His amazing
1: uh, tracking skills are just hilariously cartoonish. And what are the, the name top. of
2: the two it's it's Florin. And Gilder. Gilder. And they're both, both coins. coins. Yeah. yeah, so they're like, replace a, they're the same, right?
1: Right, they're interchangeable kingdoms. Which I, I think is yeah. probably
2: a joke, right? That's a good joke. Like a subtle hint at, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, two sides of the same coin.
2: Because, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that might even be it. Yeah. Man, well,
1: my, the thing that gets me every time the most is, let me put it this way. Do you know Plato, Aristotle, <laughs> Socrates, yeah. Yeah. morons? <laughs> That's what I was going Perfect. And the cliffs of insanity! Yeah. <laughs> it's uh. like, they literally thought now that we know that he was scared of losing his job, it's like, the louder I yell, the more chance I'll keep the job. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, so now good. Never
0: get getting a land in Asia. When I, death is on the line!
2: Yeah. I love all of his little. My my favorite is the. Some of my favorite writing in that, is how he keeps going like, uh, when he's doing the logic of, where the poison is. Mm-hmm. Therefore, mm-hmm. you, Donald. Like Therefore, the you. It's yeah. like it's so. It's just so bombastic and yeah. like it's. It's all correct, but it's all neurotic. Yeah. And but you <laughs> see
0: him spiraling. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You're trying to get me to give something away. You've given everything away. <laughs> Where the poison is, yeah, and he's just like, Wait, look over there. <laughs> What's <And> so, that? <laughs> well, I could
2: have sworn I saw something. <laughs> I also wanted to know, like, what was the what does it mean? Is it just another joke that Humperdinck is magic? Uh, which is just that, uh, he's Wesley shows, uh, uh, what is it, Vicini? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he shows while well, Sean. Like this is iocane powder, yeah. and it doesn't smell. Yeah. Then when the <laughs> oh, tracking scene yeah. happens, he smells it and he goes, I did, "Iocane
0: powder." I I'd bet my life that. on it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I laughed at that this time through.
1: I didn't notice that. Yeah. So yeah, it's that Humperdinck's one ability is he said like he
0: really is. He's
1: a wolf man. Like yeah. he smells right. like with a dog's acuity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, just, I smell an unconscious giant. But he was here four minutes ago.
0: <laughs> like, he's <what>? like so <laughs> impotent in every other area. I mean Robin, like,
2: Robin Wright even says at one point, like, he's a fantastic track, track. That's yeah. her only nice
1: thing she ever <laughs> yeah. says. Like it he is well known. Oh, yeah. I hate him. Like he's essentially a rapist. Like yeah. I wish he was dead. But he can track like he really the Dickens. Will. Yeah. Like the Dickens.
2: <laughs>
1: um okay. I have questions I think we could get into. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Inigo Montoya, the main cast mm. member we haven't really touched on yet. Uh, first of all,
2: Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. Mandy I've Patinkin. never
1: not, who ended up on Homeland. That's, That's a weird right. range. Put those side by right, side. Right, right. Um, I never, I have seen it dozens of times. I've never not cried or choked up at least at that. It is. The most satisfying revenge story I think I've ever seen on yeah. film, and I've seen all the Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. I'm still like, when he avenges his father, it man. gets me. <laughs> yeah. It gets
0: me every time, and I, like I think yeah. about it a lot in my life. <laughs> Sometimes, like I, I, don't know, it comes to me. It's like the, so. The imprinted. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the music.
2: We're. I have a running. I mean, my big thing is that I think that people always under exaggerate how important music can be to something it can really it can make a mediocre scene one of the greatest scenes of course you know it's just we're so affected by it and it's a really great score and it like it the way it comes in it has it it affects me too is that you're already primed for it you're already like i want them to win but when that music comes you go like it smacks of like the past yeah like Mm -hmm. it, it reminds you of a time that like he had sadness you know totally
1: like, it's a magic moment every aspect the direction is there yeah. and it wouldn't work if it wasn't Christopher Guest nailing it as yeah. the, because the part <laughs> that makes you so relieved that he kills him I think is his just nailing the delivery of have you really come this far oh, so avenge your father yeah only to die now I think that's the worst thing I've ever heard.
0: You've got It's marvelous. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's like you're like,
1: oh, I want him to die
0: yes. so bad. I love you've got an overdeveloped sense of vengeance. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah.
2: I yeah. love the set that, like, what does he do in his spare time? Just tortures people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. machines.
0: That Remember, take this lo- is hours. for posterity, so be specific. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but his performance, Mandy's Patinkins, that's how I pronounce it. His yeah, performance exactly. is unbelievable. It's, it like, is an award-winning performance, yeah. I think. Um, and it's starting from, once he starts getting away, I'm like, I'm like, I start to panic a little bit, you know. Right. I know. uh He's calling for Fasini to come, or Fasini, Fezzik. Fezzik. Fezzik yeah. I get to learn names, but I, I don't know. I, I love it.
1: names, yeah, they're tough, the names in this. They're very, they're like... Fantasy names that are all same, yeah. 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 Fizzywig, Zazig, yeah. and Mizig. And you're like, okay,
2: buttercup,
1: <laughs> except Buttercup Princess, yeah, buttercup, buttercup.
2: Yeah. Fomboy. Uh,
1: was it does anyone know Mandy Patinkin's ethnic origin? I have no idea. Is no, it I, problematic that he's a Spaniard? It might <laughs> not know. I mean, Spaniards are European, white skinned people by yeah. and large, mm-hmm. but I still was like. Was this an accent he put on? Is this authentic to him at all? I have have no Uh, idea. I
0: hadn't thought that question and I should Mm. think that because I always assumed that he was, or at least when I saw it before, I've always, and maybe because, maybe because the first thing that I know of him is this, I've always thought that he was of Spanish origin somehow, you know, Uh, and never even questioned it. But then I guess Mandy Patinkin isn't necessarily, like, what kind of name is Uh, that? Patinkin is
1: Ukrainian? I don't know. It's 87. I I,
0: I could buy it being problematic. (laughs) But uh,
2: it is true, though, that he has one of the more healthy like, versions of it in a 20, 2012 interview, I don't know if you read about this, like, mm. he was, they asked him about, like, how many, like, you are known for this role, this is the role you're known for. Yeah. How many times do you get, like, my name is Niga Montoya? And he has a very, like, charming, like, I'm Spock, I'm not Spock kind of relationship mm-hmm. with that, and that references Leonard Nimoy came out with a book right. said I am not Spock because he wanted to be more yeah. than Spock and then he realized how much happiness he kind of gave to people yeah. and he wrote a follow up like biography, like think piece book that was I am Spock. And of course uh,
1: his posthumous volume I was Spock. slated <laughs> to come out <laughs> next summer. But
2: um, I love that he, uh, Manny Patinkin talks about how he, every single day of my life it's two or three strangers every day mm-hmm quote it to me and he told the interviewer that he loves hearing it and loves the general fact that he got to be in the movie stating quote I'm frankly flank uh quote (laughs) I'm frankly thrilled about it I can't believe I got to be in
0: Wizard of of Oz you know yeah what I mean that's such a like graceful response like yeah be grateful that that you but be grateful also that you Got to affect so many people's lives, yeah. I would press charges against every single one of those <laughs> motherfuckers for a death
1: threat. You can't come up to me and say, and say prepare, prepare to die, <laughs> prepare to die. That's legally actionable. God, my I friend. hope that that
0: isn't the way he died. Oh, I don't want that in the podcast. Oh, wait, somebody, somebody, kills somebody goes, goes up with
2: to a to him sword? And-
0: <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, no, he was formative for me when I was uh, like totally. 12. I was I played the Emperor of Lilliput in Gulliver's Travels, mm-hmm. and I was like, I am basing my character on anigo montoya oh that's awesome (laughs) that's hilarious uh
1: why can't carrie Elwis talk when he's the farm boy (laughs) like why does he only say as you wish and then more question for katie i guess as a woman like would Mm -hmm. it be attractive if someone could talk but only ever said once (laughs) wouldn't i wanted to see the scene where she's like i'm falling in love with you so i need to know like you can talk right (laughs) Right. you can say other
0: things (laughs) Uh, let's just like have that conversation like a conversation real quick any kind of conversation um uh yeah that's problematic um i'm assuming that there was some some talking at some point um uh but i yeah i don't know now i'm venturing into maybe a problematic territory Uh thing no just i wish buttercup wasn't so dumb like she is. That's what I was uh, going to ask about. Yeah. <laughs> character, and it was very disappointing <laughs> going through. Like, well, I never really thought of it that you know, like so mm-hmm. many times. That's her response. Um, and like, even even just okay, we've come through the the fire swamp, and everyone's here. At this point, she could just say, "Yo, like, uh, like she didn't even. Tr- I mean, he wasn't going to do it, but she didn't even try to say, like, I love him. I want to stay with him. She immediately." gave him up uh and she then was has, too yeah. dumb to see the writing you know like over and over again
1: she has living parents who are presumably a king and queen she doesn't like reach yeah. out to them for help this she arbitrarily has no agency and i just yeah. noticed that really hard this time it's funny that even to the point where they're like the rous fight scene yeah she grabs a log and you're like they yeah hit the rat yeah. and she and doesn't she like Holds the log aloft, scared, until the rat bites her leg. And you're like, why'd you pick up the log yeah. if you were going to hit it uh-huh. something? Or like, there's like
0: a knife on the ground, the sword. Uh, you're just dumb,
1: lady. Uh, and, the, and the
0: rodent is, there's two against one on that rodent, okay? Uh, <laughs> Theoretically, yeah. you know?
1: Stab that drunk arsonist Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, anyway, it was sad. But Robin Wright is incredible also. And she still makes, like, she she inspires me. At that one point when she's talking to Humperdink, uh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. The but fast, mostly because I fast fast love ships. her as an actress she's and a she's a great actress. performer.
1: It just has the classic fairy tale problem yeah. of like the woman's totally ornamental. I thought it was funny that it's the fairy tale trope, right? Well, the whole thing is about like this is a guy who is literally coming to win her back from another guy who owns her temporarily like Mm -hmm. it's just object oriented the name of the film is
2: princess bride (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's true which
2: was named i believe by william goldman's daughters nice they were like he was like what it's great what's a book you want to read and they said a princess (laughs) who also gets married yeah Yeah. (gasps) do you guys know engelbert humperdinck
1: no from the 80s okay i just it's the only other time i've heard the name humperdinck he was like a lounge singer who had a burst of popularity in the late 70s early 80s uh anyway he has a great song called lesbian seagull which everyone should look up where he sings very earnestly about a seagull that can't fit in because she's a lesbian seagull and she flies off to find another lesbian seagull oh my
2: god (laughs) that's cute kind of
1: in and he while. graphically describes how they make love. <laughs> <Now>.
2: <laughs> Little seagull kisses.
1: Yeah, they make her unreasonably helpless. Okay, I'm going through my stuff. <clears throat> Whatever happens to Carrie his ship and crew? and Montoya takes Montoya. Over? So they must okay. go
0: back and do that whole game.
1: But does that mean he has to, like the last Dread Pirate yeah. Roberts, fire the whole crew and hire a whole new crew? So they'll yeah. believe he's the Dread Pirate Roberts? Okay. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: and the...
2: Put them out means, of jobs, man. <laughs> yeah, that means Wesley has to be like the first mate for a little bit. Yeah. To sure. build up the Anigos and Toya's cred yeah. with the new uh with the new crew. Because that's how it works, which is kind
0: of ingenious. What are they gonna you do think with Robin? It? Huh? I mean I guess he would just stay with I mean she's the giant for a couple I guess. months. I mean I feel like she's protected. But like she can't be on that crew. She, no. Like she yeah. can't come spend time while Leslie's the that. first mate. Yeah. She again, she has no ability to take care of herself that's, whatsoever. And that's like, gotta take This a is a real concern for me now. Right. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but Dude, she's a buttercup in a world of Fezigs and phesigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh
2: something that I didn't know. Uh it's very clear that uh Carrie Ellis and Robin Wright boned during the making of this movie, <laughs> they uh, they ki- were, like kissing all the time. Really? Yeah. There's like clear, like obviously the chemistry is off the charts, but like the story goes that in their final their final scene, there's a kiss on horseback or whatever. Yeah. And um, they kept screwing it up so that they could do no- more takes.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: Well, I mean... Making it up, anything. Like, oh, the light was in my eyes.
1: 24-year-old Carrie Elwes. That's, like, what they're you got both, going on in your life, they're right? They're both
2: very <laughs> handsome people. The
1: ability they to are make love to anyone. so yeah. beautiful.
0: I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> Carrie, yeah, yeah, well,
1: Carrie Elwes, they're just like, we just want... A Ken doll, Prince Charming type, and it's well but cast. He's, and he's
0: so charming. Oh, he's charming.
1: I'm not saying the charm oh, but, is manufactured, right, but, no, but totally. he also looks like a plastically perfect
2: human yeah. being. It's his insane. hair, his hair, his hair. <laughs> the swoop of his long,
0: like gory locks is she's, ethereal. <laughs> yeah,
2: she's no, it's
0: she's all elvish. <laughs> she is all the she, elvish. It's interesting how our voices change over the years. She sounds nothing like Robin Wright Penn or. Robin, Robin Wright, Wright. she's yeah. only she's no pen involved anymore. Robin Pen Wright, no, <laughs> um, to the oh, pen. Oh,
1: sorry, finish please.
0: No, no, just her voice. I it surprised me. Oh, I'm her like voice seeing changed, like wow, and like, then yeah. I want to compare all of our baby voice videos right. to now. Right. I just
1: totally realized this time though on the thread of Buttercup being dumb. What he? Well, first of all, how do you not recognize him? It's a Superman problem. He's speaking I in know. his own voice, and blah. Is it really true love if? Other people who hear him, who have met him less often, are like, you're that far away, but you don't recognize him. Um, But then also, he falls down a hill... So she jumps painfully down the hill.
2: She could have That's walked good. down there. She the could ground. have walked down. That's just comedy, though. She's, it's
1: just dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> At least she start ro- walking and then trip for
0: comedy. I'm surprised she didn't break I her guess. neck. She was tumbling Those hard. Those stuntmen
1: did a good hill they roll. A,
0: Yeah, they completely. Went I mean, you all can roll down a hill not like that right where you
1: stick your arms out like a barrel so you like are wildly scared. right
0: (laughs) like anybody who's rolled down a hill knows that's not how it's done
1: supine with your arms at your sides yeah preferred method (laughs) (laughs) perpendicular to the hill so that you stay (laughs) solidly in place
2: (laughs) i don't i don't trust myself for like how to fall down a hill like that I don't either anymore. Like is it, I haven't, is in is it years. good to just roll prone? yeah well,
0: like yeah, you like, yeah, you like kind wouldn't of that roll. like screw
2: up your spine kind of thing? Obviously you More should less so be than going like head that. first, yeah, where you're like doing flips. Yeah.
1: It's not that kind of show guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get our stunt audience listeners, yeah. to chime in on that one.
1: Another question. why when he's paralyzed in the bed? And his true love comes in with the intention of murdering herself, Elliot Smith style, with a dagger to the heart. Why
0: does he wait?
1: Does he wait a full 20 seconds for her to get the dagger, weep bitterly, put it to her breast, <gasps> take a breath like she's going to stab herself in the heart? And then he goes, don't stab yourself in the heart. Like, what were you? Were you asleep for Well, actually, for the he says there's a, a
0: shortage of perfect breasts in the world. That's true. Um, That's true. It would uh, be a pity to destroy one. <laughs> um, but well, he, he, does that. he was
1: like, like I have a good the... line for this, so I have to wait. I have
0: to wait. Oh, I'm wait. Or, but it's the same thing. Why did he wait so long to reveal he was fucking with her that time? But like, he's like, he sits on revealing. They might only
1: imply that he is mad that she remarried. Yes, yes. And I don't understand how he doesn't understand how his, his own social structure he was raised. Yeah. He was a farm boy and she's a princess. Did he not accept that when he was dead for five years? Like... She might be bartered off to yeah. another family. Well, yeah. I mean,
2: the scene at the sunset, they talk about being together forever, no matter what happens. Yeah. And then she, quote, unquote... Oh, Abe's is tearing a, up, you guys. He's <laughs> like, about, she broke his heart. Uh, about Because <laughs> they imply that uh, after she learned that Wesley's dead, within a week, she was... Betrothed to Humphrey. That's what
0: he implies, but it's not true because she just got a betrothed. He was she was stolen and, yeah. on her engagement day. You know? Yeah. Like this is brand new. And it's been
2: like five years or
0: something. Yeah, like so she waited. Um Yeah, that just that whole scene I mean, I know that why he was didn't say who he was right away, but I was sure. like, come on, but man. But it's kind of a stretch, yeah. And then, but yeah, The Perfect Breast's Definitely. like, yeah, what are you doing? She might slip <laughs> yeah. and do that, you yeah. know? Yeah.
1: T'would be a pity if you harmed your tits, <laughs> <laughs> my my true love. Uh, can we talk about The Machine for a second? Sure. I have several questions about The Machine. Yeah, yeah me too. It's set at one, and that's, first of all... <laughs> When Christopher Guest explains what it does, he says, I suck life. <laughs> With suction cups. Which is a great line. Yeah, it's cupping, which is now considered therapeutic. Yeah. But,
0: I just um, sucked one year of your life away. Right.
1: It kills one year of your life, like smoking 20 cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. Then it's set on 50, and it completes its course, because his scream echoing through the kingdom is how they find him, which again, how come... Andre, how come Anigo Montoya, who's barely met him, can recognize his scream, but Princess Buttercup, who's his true love, is shown also hearing the scream and being like, that's a weird scream, I wonder what that is.
0: <laughs> well, I think that Anigo hmm. justifies the way he... I mean, this is a very weird justification for why he knows. He's like, because his true love marries another tonight. Who else has a reason to scream or something like right, that? Exactly. I'm like, that is a big leap. Yeah,
1: you live in a safe area then. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah. Nothing's ever happened here. Right. Um, but the point is, he survives a 50. So after the movie, I like to believe that. He's 50 years older? Yes, they get married. Yeah. But within weeks, he's like prematurely aging rapidly.
0: Oh, no, it's so sad. Right,
1: like, he's age 80 three months after this movie ends, and he's like, that machine
2: really worked. I think it's, <laughs> isn't it supposed to be, though, that because of true love, he's, like, he does feats of amazing things. Like, he has a high enough constitution that yeah. he can fight Andre the Giant. Well, also, he got that miracle. Yeah, he's got a miracle. Does the like,
1: miracle, and he goes and gets a prayer answered by his dead dad. So ghosts are real. Magic is real. And, and, magic and I is think
2: real, yes. I think Wesley is this magic
0: kind of guy who uh, the power
1: of true love means nothing can even harm if you. it's a
0: fifty, okay. it doesn't really harm him. Also, yeah, I mean, this is a world of crazy absolutes, right? Like very naive, uh, you know, very like, naive, yeah. um, and. It is, that and it's they're true though even the villains which are like pretty deplorable
2: uh-huh. like there's still a skip in their step there's still a well that's you know this is like a children's book. Chink. yeah yeah
1: offer me money offer me power give me everything <laughs> Yes, all you wanted more. I want my father back, you son of a beast. So
0: good. To me, that was like
1: the only thing that's reminded me of that in the last like 20 years. Is when the TSA guard shows up and get out. That was like the first thing my brain flashed <laughs> yeah, on. I was like, "That's, sure, that's yeah. the only other time I've been this excited." Like yeah. the last time was Anigo Montoya. I think killing that's a good guy. comparison. Yeah. Where you go,
2: I just imagine Where you, you like, go, "Yeah!" <laughs> that's. I imagine you like in on your couch watching it alone, Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, another thing. Oh,
1: I was sobbing. I always she, cry at that part. should
2: probably put it in the time we we're talking about earlier, but I thought it was really. Interesting, and this goes to Goldman. In you mentioned the the chatty duels again, when they're talking about all the uh, all the different techniques. Mm-hmm. Like he says, like what's I wrote him down. He's like, uh, you're using a uh, Bonetti's defense, and then he responds. So of course you're going to use a uh, Capofera, and um, those are all. How you do that, like that was that is oh, researched.
1: Yeah. Who cares? <laughs>
2: I think that's fascinating. That's like crazy attention to detail. Like Benetti's defense is uh uneven terrain. Sure, I yeah. just assumed it was all gibberish. So
1: good, Fight Master blocked it correctly, yeah. Yes. yeah, and advised on the dialogue. Yeah, that's yeah. all that means. But that's cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just being a dick. Also, the <laughs> choreography
2: was done by uh, I forget his name, but he did Star Wars. The sword
1: fighting is real legit in it. Yeah, it's good. And again, when the scene we keep coming back to, goes one-handed mm-hmm. fighting of like, Christopher Guest, yeah. you cannot right. penetrate my shield of steel. It's so forceful and like, it's like good. Star Wars-esque. Yeah, it mm-hmm. feels like they're wailing on each other with lightsabers. Right, right. That's awesome. Uh Is the holocaust cloak fireproof How did Andre not die I
0: guess that's what it means Is that yeah you yeah. don't get burnt is, It can be on fire
1: Is that what a holocaust cloak is Because that's also a phrase I haven't heard
2: Never heard of it thought And that's it was like unique unique I don't to know I thought it was is, too
1: Is that like a sick joke Because that would be it been useful in the holocaust <laughs> I know Like what um, is I a holocaust think... cloak I don't know I
0: don't know
1: I don't All
2: know right. Either.
0: I didn't post that to people Look at it Um what is
2: the Holocaust? <laughs> mm-hmm. well, oh boy. oh um, boy. New podcast. The, uh,
0: that is one of the lines that I love our exchanges. <coughs> now, if only we had a wheelbarrow. Yeah, I mean, what do we do with the wheelbarrow? why didn't you list that in our assets in the first place? Yeah. Yeah. And then like, uh, I could love to have a Holocaust cloak. Yeah. Will this one do? Yeah. <laughs> like always makes me laugh.
1: So it's moments like that that made me think it was Mel Brooks. The one that really yeah. got me was yeah. right. when the torture guy goes,
2: welcome to the torture
1: <laughs> chamber. <laughs> welcome to the torture chamber. I was like, this me is Mel Brooks, isn't it? No, totally me too but yeah who i fre- i didn't look up the actor but the torturer's assistant is awesome oh also yeah he's awesome. wonderful there's so
0: yeah. many good cameos the whoever cast they is are the so strong. The, um, uh, bow down to the queen of garbage oh, yeah, like, yeah, she's sure, amazing as boo and marriage the priest mm-hmm. they're all no it's all incredible that, casting uh, i feel like that's like isn't that a brooks joke at
2: some point like just people are getting married and the priest is weird in the
1: office,
2: isn't that space Michael balls?
1: References it at one point. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen Spaceballs. I can't remember. Which has also been piss so long. people off, probably.
2: I know. But I, I have heard that's watched one of the weaker, it but. dozens of times, yeah. but like it.
1: Young Frankenstein forever.
2: Oh yeah. I wanted I the tweet that Katie oh, yeah. made before we recorded this. I wanted you to spouse on it because I thought it was really interesting.
0: Yeah. It well, my tweet was something like the two more. Most formative, the movies in my childhood that formed my opinion of love were right. Princess Bride and Gone with the Wind. Um, right. <laughs> no. But were like, uh, these were like, these are just the two movies that I loved a lot for whatever different reasons, right. but I d- attached to the love story. And like, there, I mean, this is, I guess, kind of negative sounding, but you know, like there's this idea of love and what it is uh, that, that you get the, from this movie that true love is this. Well, first of all, that true love is a thing that's real. Oh yeah, I wrote mean,
1: that down. The central yeah. thesis is that true love exists. Yeah, I don't. That's bullshit, right? Do we yeah. all agree?
0: And <laughs> well, it's a fairy tale. It's yeah. a fairy tale. But then also in our interactions, you know, like the man should come and fight for you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and be so devoted to you that you chivalrous, chivalrous to the end of time, and you know, and. Uh, she doesn't have that much agency you know and she's fred her, savage I,
1: wants what the fred savage wants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's
2: a classic archetype of the knight yeah. and shining army coming and saving the woman in the tower yeah she's on this pedestal yeah and i think that that's interesting because i thought it was interesting because i never thought of gone with the wind in that way
0: well that's kind of i mean it isn't is not a joke but it's the same way that brett butler you know first of all men are all fawning over her and want to do whatever they it is that she wants Mm. and um and that was the success was that she was the center of attention and desired um and then uh the man that she really loved she didn't get um and then Rhett Butler was also somebody that was fighting for her kept showing up kept showing up and then uh, even that fell apart
1: right so say, how did that inform
0: Still I was with like, his agency That seems at odds it with is at the odds. message
1: of princess i bride. know yeah. it is but so, so did like, you become confused about love at that well, point
0: well no it's just like there's this uh, fear of things ending mm. you know a fear of it going away and, and making mistakes and things but then also just the expectation that what love looks mm. like is this crazy devotion you know and and like even though it's a picture
1: of losing it 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 still paints the same outline of what love is like yeah Yeah.
0: and like um like i know that's a fairy tale version of it you know and they live happily ever after but (laughs) here's this other thing and you should be is there it was just very interesting. It's almost like
1: heaven and hell depictions mm-hmm. of love, right? You're like, this is when it goes wrong and you lose the true love. Yeah. Right. Which is such bullshit, too. You're yeah. Like, oh, and they're gone. And there was only one. Yeah. God made one half of a heart locket for you and they're gone now. It just doesn't work like that. Well, yeah. I no, thought it was it interesting
2: or what spoke out, out to me about that is that I hadn't thought about how when I like <clears throat> in the formative, you know, like. The initial sexual years, mm-hmm. you know, where you like you go through puberty yeah. 25, t- 26, yeah, yeah. to 40, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, I also share, like, because I had a storybook mm-hmm. version of how that went, and you get this unconditional love from your family kind of right. thing. So it was totally not weird to me that people would fall in love. Without never talking, you know, like mm-hmm. the farm boy, that was legitimate form of love. Like, oh, they just know they love each other. They just they looked at each other. In mean, reality, loved, that's like a, for a crush sight. across the classroom or something. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it was just like that was the assumption of how it worked. It's so weird to see those movies now. And it's so funny to me because it's something that's like. You know how they talk about how, you know, love songs make up like 90% of songs or whatever. Right. And movies likewise, there's going to be, it's just crazy to me how that is a seminal part of my childhood that I never once questioned. Mm-hmm. Uh Seminal but love, baby. Seminal love. Well,
1: see, I feel really lucky then, because I form most of my love opinions on two movies as well, Requiem for Dream and Misery. Have you seen right, those? Right. Yeah. And I, if anything, I've been pleasantly surprised <laughs> by my relationships. <laughs> I thought I was ready for way worse.
2: <laughs> I only had one. It was just Jaws. Really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and
1: you are now the mayor of a small beach town. Yeah, yeah.
0: This is so illuminating. Just like...
1: Uh, I... You're not allowed to play because you'll be too good at it. Katie, can you guess the budget? Because Jen and I were trying to guess the budget, and Jen guessed half a million dollars. And I was like, that's ludicrously low. But it is funny. I think your average citizen will be surprised how expensive it is based on how it looks. It looks okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Gotta guess. Well, now
0: I I was going to say something like in in that range, but now I'm going to guess one million.
1: I guessed five. It's 15. 15, 15 million. million. Wow. What, 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 are you going to retroactively say that's what you would have guessed? Well,
2: I mean, you never asked.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's
0: we'll a pretty big know. budget. I that, know. That's a pretty big scoping. That's a big, that movie is big. It's, you know, it's locations just, and like yeah. crazy. I just think
1: it's crazy in such a short time what $15 million will buy you technology wise. Yeah. You know, technology has made everything so much easier. Yeah. Mm. For $15 million, yeah. dollars, you could certainly make there's, something that looks better than Princess Yes, Pride. There's
2: puppeteering. There's. Exactly. And
1: pay the actors, there's
2: big machines. There's they had to make that tree for Christopher Guest to go into, right? You know, like
1: there's someone's a lot got of to paint all those flat, flat, flat yeah. backdrops, <laughs> pay him. but
0: yeah, big actors too. Yeah, that's a fun game.
1: Mostly filmed in England and Ireland. That's not interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I'm out. My one note on the theme was that it's a movie about how books are better than video games, which is just...
2: Because he's playing hardball. It from, starts with him playing an NES
1: game. Yeah, I still think that's the whole, true. <laughs> the whole point of this movie is that books are better than video games, but I don't... So aren't movies we're best this, of all of Where do them, movies fall
0: in right? the line? Yeah,
1: Or is the movie saying, don't watch this movie, go read the book, you lazy guy. <laughs> I can't tell.
2: I thought that if there was any arc whatsoever to the uh narration bits is that it had to deal with traditionalism the idea that the only before peter falk arrives the whole idea is that he's like i hate it when he touches my cheek you know like the this is i don't want to have grandpa right. you know like come and you know read to me which is just a, a veiled thing for i want Hello, cat. I want uh, what it, what adults think are cool are actually stupid, right? And that, of course, is you know like the all the kissing scenes except for one, I believe. Yeah. Fred Savage goes like. Ew, is this a kissing book, you know? like Yeah, it's a puberty
1: arc. It's that yeah. at first he's grossed out by kissing, and by the end of the story he wants to hear the kissing. Yeah, so he wants That's the all. marriage to happen. I don't think the arc's super important, it's I not. guess. It's just the fun of it. Although I would say this is one that I would not mind seeing remade of all the crazy remakes we constantly do hmm. because of the gap. Into- I think with the right cast it still could be great, and it could be introduced to a new generation. Do you guys push back on that? <laughs>
2: Well, would you know, I could see a remake of this. I'd rather see something like in this vein, but not like I'd rather see Labyrinth, a remake of Labyrinth than this. OK, because I think that the writing is untouchable or an actually never ending
0: story would be good for a remake because like it would probably be better mm, yeah. than the first one. Yeah, because there's it. room to improve. And you could do it looking cool like you could like make a version that you want to remember I you guess know. I don't
1: even need to change the script I'm just saying this is one of the few movies that I wouldn't mind seeing a shot for shot remake where all the effects are with today's effects and it's yeah. all the same lines and everything
2: yeah there's something I mean I see the value in that I guess you
1: like those puppets though. I, I like you're the there's just something
0: special about it it's a time machine well, or would, time capsule it wouldn't
1: not exist anymore if no you're right know. I mean no. like as
0: you're saying that I was thinking about it like yeah I'd be curious to see it but I, I
1: Guillermo also Guillermo del Toro should do Princess <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say.
2: Just horrifying.
0: Tim Bartons.
1: eels, just eels everywhere. Yeah. yeah. All right, eels everywhere. That's our Princess Bride episode. Anyone have a hilarious tidbit to end on? Katie mentioned the Santa decoration. That's oh yeah. Funny. Let's close out well, on I that. Was,
0: I was rewatching it, and I realized for the first time that there is just the most terrifying. Uh, Santa cut out misshapen grimacing mean looking mm. thing hanging behind the grandpa the entire time and, and I
1: could not unsee it I, after it's hard not it. to yeah.
0: um, it's just there looming for every shot <laughs> and, um,
1: and that's really the enemy that Fred Savage has Yeah, to and up. I'm like
0: I, I don't know how close this is to Christmas does he have a winter cold it didn't open up that many lines of discussion but it is hard not to see now so you're welcome everybody yeah.
1: But we rate this frame classic (laughs) and we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you. Thank you.